Angie has made it easier than ever to hire high-quality pros to get all your home service jobs done well. Just bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie will connect you with local pros who match your specific needs. Or book a service instantly at an upfront price. So join the millions of homeowners who use Angie to care for their homes and get your next home service job done well. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Yep, it's that time again. Yes, it is. You've entered the steam room. Please keep the towel on. That's a fluid situation on the towel. Well, I mean, when there are other people in the steam room, I tend to keep the towel yes, on. Yes, 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 yes. And we're in here. Someone just came in the steam room, and I'm saying, keep the <laughs> towel on, please. Um, and, and so welcome to which, what by my, my calculations is the fastest growing podcast in the history of podcasts. At, at, again, at last count. Chuck, 600 trillion subscriptions My goodness. to the Steam Room. And they said we would never make it. Yeah, and that's just uh, just some rough estimating that I've been doing, but it it, it probably is subject to change. Um, in this episode, we'll review the Super Bowl. Yes, what a game. We'll have Tim Kiley, our longtime producer, who's uh, on what top about, of the local news. What about, speaking of no game... The Oscars are coming up. Oh, yes. We will gaze into the crystal ball. Charles has never missed, he tells me. Never missed. Uh, uh, a best picture prediction. That's what you say. But, I, but I've been there when you've missed. Uh, you've misfired on those before. Uh, all of that to come, along with Chuck's answering machine. But we begin as we always do, this way. First of all, you know you have a lot of money when you get hunting nut Cheerios. I've had the regular Cheerios. First of all, you know anybody ride a motorcycle who makes millions of dollars is an idiot. First of all, zero plus zero is zero. It's first of all. Yes. So first of all, what's on the Chuckster's mind? Well, this is personal for me. Uh, this is about uh, some idiot lady in Iowa. <laughs> uh, I don't even know the lady's name. I just know she's an idiot. And I'm going to give you a, a couple reasons why. So I'm watching all the stuff in Iowa. Um, and they had this lady who says, she walks up to the post, says, can I have my vote back? At, this, at the Iowa caucus. At the Iowa caucus. And the lady says, excuse me? She says, can I have my vote back? I want to change it. And the lady says, why? She says, I just found out Pete Buttigieg was gay. And the lady says, excuse me again? He, she says, yeah, he's gay. He's got a husband. And she says, oh, I can't vote for a gay guy. And it hurt me for all my gay friends that somebody could be that narrow-minded that she says, I can't vote for a gay guy. Don't worry about his policies or anything like And that bothered me. Uh, and, and, and like, Well, apparently her pol- his policies were enough to garner her support No, until she found out. Ernie, but see that... Backing up what you're saying. No, but my thing is, what's worse, her discriminating against gay people or being so stupid that she didn't know that? No, it was was Uh, multi-layered. So that's what bothered me. Like, lady, you should know whether he's gay or not and his policies before you hand in the vote. You don't... Like, and, and one thing... 
like I say, I don't judge other people. Uh, I got plenty of gay friends. Bless them. Bless them. But to, no, to, to already place your vote and then try to go back just because the guy's gay, that's just stupid. But I think what's more stupid is that you should do your homework on every candidate. And that's and I, and I was going to say, I don't know what I'm more mad, mad about, her discriminating against him for being gay or her being so stupid that she didn't do her homework on the candidate. Yeah, it was a, it was a piece of... Uh piece of uh, video that went viral you can uh, you can certainly find it if you choose to find it we're not going to use a name or any of that yeah but But uh, i get so fed up you know you got this impeachment thing going on uh we got the greatest country in the world i've been around the world america's the greatest place in the world but this embarrassment of this impeachment stuff and the way our country is ran now when you say embarrassment of the impeachment stuff, what do you mean? I mean that people just vote with party lines. That, to me, was embarrassing. This, And, you know, Chuckster, it was um, like watching the results in Iowa and how mangled that was, <laughs> where you have, you have this big buildup to the Iowa yeah. caucuses. Who's going to have the head of steam heading into New Hampshire? Yeah. Well, stick around. Yeah. We're going to know in another day or but, so. So that was all... Uh, messed up and watching the state of the union. Yeah. When you talk about being strictly divided down party lines it's and, a, and divisiveness and all right, I'm not shaking her hand. I'm ripping up his speech. We're going to chant four more years. It's the, it, to, it's, it was, it's embarrassing. It, I couldn't watch it. It's the, the, the notice that the president of the United States would not shake hands with the Speaker of the House. And then her tearing those papers up. I'm like, this is a joke. This this dude is the President of the United States, and she's the Speaker of the House, and she tears these papers up. Like, It was what? embarrassing, Chuckster. It, it was fa- I, like, you know what? It was like, if I'm the rest of the world and I'm watching like, this, this is, you know, this is like, <laughs> like we watch sometimes, we'll see uh, government bodies around the world where, Hey, suddenly a fist fight a fist breaks like, out or this happens or somebody throws. And you know what? If I'm watching this from a distance, I'm like, saying, oh, what, the what world are those guys? What, we, what are those America? guys got going on? Yeah. So I, I was just embarrassed by the whole thing. I'm like, dude, you're the president. You got to shake her hand. And then then she trumps it. Oh, nice play on words. Uh, uh, yes. Yes. I actually oh, just I didn't actually Every, somebody actually, stop him before he does it <laughs> yeah, again. Yeah. But uh, I'm just so disgusted with politics right now. And like I say, I'm not going to sit here and act like whoever the president of the United States is, is going to change my life dramatically. But man, we got to, we got to, what happened to civility? Excellent question, Chuck. Uh, what happened to and civility? I wish I had the answer, but, uh, going to be interested in the next year and a half. Seems a lot of times that ship has, has sailed. Uh, you know what I want to talk about when we come back? Much lighter stuff. Yes, sir. Let's talk about the Oscars. Yes. Let's talk about the best movies and all that stuff. We'll do that when we come back with more on The Steam Room. Back here on The Steam Room, we're... Uh, One of my, this is my favorite part of the show today, I'm not going to lie. What is the Oscar stuff. Oh, okay, good. I do. Well, we're only, this is only the second segment. You don't know the next two segments could be absolutely 
you know, breathtaking. You know how I feel about movies, though. Oh, I know you do. Yeah, I love my movies. So is this list that I'm looking at, say, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, what, are there nine, or are there more than nine? There are nine Best Picture uh, nominees. Now, and I know you like to, to go to the movies. Yeah, I do. Uh, so The Irishman, you've seen uh, it? Yes. Uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood? Uh, I did, uh, uh, no. Yes, yes or no will suffice. Okay. 1917? Yes. Uh, Joker? Yes. Parasite? Uh, no. Jojo Rabbit? Yes. Ford versus Ferrari? Yes. Marriage Story? No. Little Women? No. All right. So, having not seen all of them, of the ones that you've seen, <sighs> Chuckster... Because cause you've seen six, I guess, you know, five, six of these. What gets your vote for best picture? 1917. I've heard that it was outstanding. It's outstanding. But the two that I really uh, want to see. Well, is, tell me about 1917. It's, well, it's a typical. Wait a minute. I haven't seen 1917. I apologize. See what I'm dealing with? No, here. no, no. I apologize. See, I see these chuckles around the crew. No, no. It's like Ernie, man. I'm not gonna lie to you. I, I thought I, I have not. Okay, so you haven't no. seen 1917. I was no. Can I have tell you? Have you seen The Irishman? I have seen okay. Irishman. Irishman is okay. There's they're the same group. Casino, Goodfellas, The Departed, The is Departed. That, part, that yeah. uh, that's same thing. Yeah. I think all those movies are the same. First of all, Goodfellas is probably one of my top five movies. <laughs> you don't like Goodfellas? No, I no, I just love talking to you, man, because you crack me up. But I know I do. I love Goodfellas. Uh, good, that was one of those that. Oh, and if you're, if you're flipping around, oh, it's like, oh, Goodfellas. Oh, oh I'll, I'll watch it uh, from here. Uh, Casino. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Those all the same movie. Oh, okay. They're just older. <laughs> okay. They're just old. Okay. But I will tell you this. The two movies I've got to see, and I've been told this, three actually. Obviously, 1917 is one. 1917, Jojo Rabbit. And you know, remember the night we had Adam Sandler in here? Yes, sir. He said... It's not nominated for Best Picture, um, Uncut Gems, but Adam Sandler is sensational in that. And, and, Kevin Garnett Kevin is Garnett. Yeah. But guess what he said The best movie? I, I don't want to paraphrase what he said. He said Parasite. Yeah. I haven't seen that. Uh, he said Parasite was one of the best movies, and he recommended that. Okay, so back to the question of, of those that you have seen, and again, you have to take 1917. Can I, can, can I say it. something? It was really weird about movies. Are you going to answer this question? Yeah, I am in a What's second. What's the best movie you've seen? Okay, I, I just ahead. want to hold on one second, right. because I have an issue with this Joker. Yeah? I didn't like it. Okay. And you it's, don't have to. And, but I'm saying it's won every award. Mm-hmm. And I'm, 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 I'm thinking I need to go see it again. Because, so maybe you missed something that, that you were supposed to see. Yes. And I know Joaquin Phoenix has won all the awards. And he's probably going to win the Academy Award. But when I'm sitting there watching this movie, I'm like, I'm not feeling this at all. Yeah. So it's weird. So let's get back to your list. Well... Can I see the list again? Well, you, The Irishman, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, 1917, Joker, 
Parasite, Jojo Rabbit, Ford versus Ferrari, Marriage Story, and Little Women. And you have not seen those last two. They're not going to win. But the best one I've seen on that list is Ford versus Ferrari. I actually thought Matt Damon and Christian Bale awesome. were, were awesome. I loved his little son, Christian Bale's little son. I thought his wife was cool. But Christian Bale, going back to the fighter, uh, he was great in the one came out about Dick Cheney. Mm-hmm. Obviously, well, you couldn't, yeah. It was it, it, it was it, amazing. I just think Christian Bale and Matt Damon uh, is is fabulous. You know, and I remember telling you, I said you need to see this movie. It's really good because when it when I first saw the the uh, advertisements for it, it was like eh, I don't know, I don't because I'm not a big gearhead. You know, I, yeah. I, I don't know cars that great. But um, once you start watching that, yeah. I didn't know like, any of that. It was stuff. such a wonderful story yeah. and the characters and everything. And uh, my man uh, Josh was such a prick in the movie. I forget Josh Josh's last name. Oh yeah, yeah. Remember, he, we had him in for Glory. Yeah, exactly right. We, yeah, we had a screening for Glory, and he what was. What is his uh, name? Josh. Uh, mm. Yeah, because he played the coach in. Uh, yeah, yes. But yeah. He, I was you so, just detested yes. him in that in that movie, and and I was like, "Yo, man, this dude!" Uh, but Christian Bale played his part amazing, yeah. and Matt was fantastic. So, so Cap, our producer, we, you know, Charles and I were kind of, you know, stumbling all around this Josh. Who is he? And expecting to hear Cap say, "Here's the last name," and there it is, Josh Lucas. Josh Lucas, thank you, Cap. Well, so he he's done some good stuff, but man, I, I, that's one thing I love about movies: when you hate a character, or love a character. Well, that's how you yeah. you know that's the sign of a good film is because the, the they develop the characters to the point that it makes them rootable. Yeah. Uh, or because if you don't do that, if you just have a bunch of folks, but but the way they develop these guys, and you're either pulling for them or you're saying. Well, I hope this guy gets it at the end of this movie. You I've, know, I, that's that's what makes. It, I've got uh, to see marriage, personal. marriage story. Yeah, because I'm a big fan of Adam Driver. I thought you were going to say you're a big fan of marriage, because so you want uh, to see marriage story. I said I, I'm a big fan of. Uh, see, <laughs> now you're messing with me, man. <laughs> hey, I'm a big fan of Adam Driver going back to Black Klansman. Shout yeah. out to my boy Spike Lee. Oh, he's really good. Yeah, man. yeah, yeah. But he's really good. I, I I saw him. He hosted Saturday Night Live about uh, two, three weeks ago. Right. I can't wait to see what uh, what comes out of this. Once and, uh, uh, it's 1917 fun. is going to win. <laughs> and again, you haven't seen it. I haven't seen it, but it's. But we've uh, heard but I, that yes. For some, some I like watching. One of the reasons I started going to see different movies, because like, what you see when they win awards, mm-hmm. um, that's when you're like, okay, a lot of people voted, they like this movie, and that's a good way to go start going seeing movies. I just, I just like the way you started describing nineteen seventeen. You know, it's kind of your typical. It, hold it, I haven't seen that. No, because you know what I went, what happened? Yes. I went to see, uh, I was going to see 1917, and then I, I walked by the marquee, and I went and saw The Gentleman with Matthew McConaughey. Oh, okay. Uh, and I got a man crush on Charlie Hunnam right now. Is that how you say his name? 
Uh, hey, you're the one with the crush. Yeah, I do. I I started watching him uh, with with he played. Uh, a royal guy in one of these recent movies, <laughs> King Arthur. But so I, I didn't oh, see him. Royal in, guy. Yeah, I didn't see him in uh, uh, Anarchy, whatever that that uh. series was. But I got a man crush on Charlie Hunnam right now. But Hugh Grant was great. Um, oh, what's my man name? But he was great too. It's no question and, and 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 no surprise when you listen to this segment of the Steam Room that. People who are searching for entertainment news know there's only one source, and that is the Steam Room. Because yes. that's where we can tell you about movies you haven't seen and guess at the names of those who might appear on the screen. And You I can't remember that, everybody's that's, name. That's what puts us right up here, way on the top rung on the credibility ladder. I think that guy's really good. The guy I got a crush on, I don't know what his name Johnny is. Hunt, he, Charlie Hunnam sure. is his name. Okay. <laughs> anyway, good luck to everybody who's nominated. Remember, it's, it's an honor to be nominated. Yeah, unless you lose. Yeah, excellent point. Back with more on the Steam Room after this. Can you imagine a world filled with folks wearing the steam room bathrobe as as nicely as Tim Kiley, our longtime producer? Hey, are you really wearing a Dan Marino hat? Yeah, well, let me tell you something, Chuck. The way Pat Mahomes was throwing the ball around, he reminded me of my teammate and my friend, Dan Marino. Let me ask you a question. If I had a dollar for every time you dropped Dan Marino's name, I'd have an extra $10, 15000000 million. I, I, I could. Maybe you could send me that because you want to talk to him. You ever think? Danny, you on the phone? Yeah, what's up, Tim? Oh, my what's God. Up, Are you serious? The uh, Iceman is here. How about that, Chuckster? Unbelievable. What a night. Dan Marino, what's up, brother? Ah, uh, it's all good, Charles. How you doing, man? Man, I'm doing great. He, said he, wanted, he wanted me to surprise you on the show. He, you definitely surprised me. Hey, because he dropped your name. I've been working with him for 19 years, and he bragged so much about you all the time. And you know what? He should. <laughs> <laughs> he was at a dinner, and he looked at all of us and said, how in the hell did I win a game with any of these guys? Oh, that's the truth, man. That's the truth. <laughs> I've been given uh, by your buddy Tim Kiley, you know, a, a, a few right. a few uh, bullet points on your career. But before I get to any of those, can you describe honestly, Dan, uh, Tim's football skills? <laughs> <laughs> well, he's one of those guys, I guess you would call um, a fringe player. <laughs> it would be. <laughs> it would be. Thanks, would, Ice. Just, yeah, you got it, Tim. Anytime. <laughs> I, I was always referred to him as a wedge buster. You know, you just send him down on a kickoff, and stick his neck in there, and break up the wedge. And yeah, that's probably why he's bald now. Uh, <laughs> hey, you had a fun week down there last week. I bet. You know what? It was. It was. Uh, yeah, it was. I thought Miami put on a good show, man. It was a lot of fun. Had some good parties. Had some, you know, some corporate stuff. I did, but it was, the game was great too. The game was outstanding. It was outstanding. Tell me about uh, what Patrick Mahomes does, Dan. That uh, that gets your attention. Um, just uh, you know his ability to throw the football the way he does, like from all angles, and he has a real good sense in the pocket. You know, good feel. 
and uh, he can flat out sling it, you know. And that's that's you got to be able to do that, you know, in the NFL. And he has uh, he has all the throws. Let's put it that way. I'm gonna ask you a football question. I'm gonna start with a basketball question. Mm. Uh, 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 try, try to compare the two. So in the NBA now, we don't have big guys anymore. We just have a bunch of little guys running around. Even the big guys shoot threes. I don't think it's great for the game. Now, my question to you is, how, are you happy with the way football has become all offense uh, now? Um, yeah, I mean, I, I see it that it's, uh, it's something that's exciting for the fans. You know, I mean, the, the way the rules are now, if you, you know, you look at a quarterback, you can't hit them in the head or you can't hit them below the knee. And it's made for throwing the football. I mean, it's it's – the way it is, it's what people want to see, and that's why they're putting up these huge numbers. I mean, you know, Mahomes last year he threw 50 touchdowns. I mean, that's for a first-year player. I mean, that's amazing. So, uh, yeah, I mean, it, it, it's uh, it's fun to watch. There's no doubt about it, Charles. This thing where you can't touch the quarterback anymore, like, right? I don't, I don't like it personally uh, because it's like they're saying one guy. First of all, I don't want anybody to get hurt. But to me, what they're saying is, because anybody who's got the courage to play football, I admire them. But to say that one position, we have to protect that one position above all other positions, I get a little frustrated with that. Well, you know what? I think it is to a certain extent. I can see where you get frustrated. But also the other you know, other players, the receivers can't get, you know, you can't have the head shots anymore down the field so it's a little easier going across the middle sometimes because you know most of the time you're not going to get your head knocked off so all that stuff plays into it and it's not just I mean it is it's more there's more emphasis on the quarterback you're right uh, but at the same time I think there's it's, it's the same with other players too you know so it's not quite I, I agree with what you're saying to a certain extent but it's also the this it, it's the factor for receivers and running backs and you know, anybody that's touching the ball. Dan, in all objective honesty, uh, better performance, Charles in Space Jam or you in Ace Ventura, Pet Detective? It, there is no doubt that me playing in Ace Ventura, Pet Detective was way better than Space Jam. <laughs> <laughs> Charles? I feel, like I, I feel like I made Jim Carrey a star. If it wasn't for me, no one would know who the hell he is. <laughs> Toughest college football team you ever faced, Georgia, right? Speaking, uh, <laughs> speaking of which, Danny, I got a little present for Ernie. Chuck, you'll enjoy this. Go ahead. Cap, you got it? The 1982 Sugar Bowl pitted the 10-1 Panthers against the highly ranked Georgia Bulldogs. Uh. With just seconds remaining in the game, Pitt trailed by three. It was fourth down. Could be the last play for him. Marino goes deep. I remember watching that. <laughs> oh, that was good stuff. That was good stuff. That was a good Georgia Stop. team, though, wasn't Sorry, it? Sorry, Sorry, buddy. They shouldn't have blitzed me on fourth down. That was. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> if you blitz on fourth down, you better get to him. Yeah, they didn't. <laughs> yeah. Over all this time, you know, you got to get over it, man. You just got to accept it. No, you were. Um, you had a little time to throw that ball. I'm <laughs> not surprised that it was that it was a bucket shot down there, man. Man alive. There you go. 
Love you, you man. Guys, You're the best. You guys do a hell of a job on your show, man. I enjoy it. Hey, hey Dan. Beats the heck out of working, you, Dan. Number one, I've been around you many times, man. I tell people you're a good man. Thanks for taking the time for the steam room. Oh, no problem, bud. At any time, man. I don't know what uh, – I know on your resume, man, I know first ballot Hall of Famer, et cetera, et cetera, but uh, steam room guest, that's going to go right up there near the top, my friend. <laughs> That's well, it. thank you, Ernie. <laughs> hey, Dan, thanks for being on, man. Thanks, thank you, Dan Marino. Great, great job, man. Thank uh, you. Don't call me for a while, okay? <laughs> I, I ain't coming down to your house either, so don't worry about it. Uh, we'll see you next week on the steam room. <laughs> <laughs> all, right, all, right, all right, you guys are the best. Appreciate it. Thank you. Thanks, pal. Later, man. The Super Bowl, Chuck. Oh, man. That was, that, was a, that was a good one. That was a heck of a game. I mean, both teams, you know, like I said, I'm not going to blame the 49ers. I know everybody's ragging on Kyle Shanahan right now. But, like, man, Patrick Mahomes is special. Yeah. But I was really more happy for Andy Reid. Yes, Because, you know, he's, no, on, was, that, that was because he's on the Charles Barkley shit list. For? Uh, you know, guys who had great careers who never won the big game. Oh, So I go. always root for those guys. And they're like, well, Andy Reid has the most wins who never win in the Super Bowl. I'm like, why well, you have to finish it like that? I mean, mm-hmm. So I love when guys who haven't won a championship in sports win it because you know, it's always a crappy list to be on. Uh, so I was really happy because, he. Cause first of all, being in Philly for the last 30-some years, Andy was there for like 15, 16 years. And even in, in Kansas City, now, I've never heard a bad word about Andy Reid. Yeah. I've never, so I was happy for him. Can I give a shout-out before we they throw us out of here? Sure. Uh, I just wanted to mention that my friend Dan Marino built a hospital for autism in 1995 wow. in Miami. It's called the Dan Marino Center at Miami Children's Hospital um, because one of his boys is autistic. Wow. And he adopted two children from China, uh, much like Ernie. That's awesome. Great job of getting him, by the way. That is. It was wonderful talking to I him. Mean, you know how big a sports fan I am, right? Yeah. Yeah. So I'm playing in Dan Marino's golf tournament. Uh, and, you know, when you meet somebody who you, who's great, you hope they're a nice guy. Because we know some guys who are just total jackasses when you meet them. But from the first time I met Dan Marino, uh, he's just a good guy. Good. Wonderful having Dan with us. And uh, when we come back, um, one of everybody's most, um, I don't know, I would say favorite or most entertaining parts of the show, the uh, the answering machine. Beep. Chuck's answering machine. Is it ever full, Ernie? Oh, oh yeah. Sure. Oh, no question. We had to, it has to, it's a specially made answering machine. It has two big reel-to-reel things. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we'll be back. Back here in the uh, steam room, and if you were a regular listener or a steamer, as we like to uh, call you. Well, that's what the guy calls us. Yeah, but I like that. I I, I like that. Anybody who listens to the steam room is a steamer. A loyal steamer. A loyal steamer. I like that. So if you're a loyal steamer, you know what it's time for as we wrap up uh, another episode of the steam room. We're going old school. You've reached Charles Barkley. Leave a message, America. Hey, Chuck. First of all, it was hilarious when you called wings flappers. Anyway, you got me thinking. Describe your perfect wing. Buffalo, barbecue, lemon pepper. Do you like them extra hot or mild? Do you dip them in ranch or blue cheese? The steamers want to know. 
Thanks, Chuck. Well, and uh, I did, and I also thought it was hilarious when you, because I was asking you, do you like the drumettes or the flat? When you say, "Oh, you're the flappers." <laughs> First of all, I don't ever dip my wings. Oh, I, I might have. I think I've seen you. You saw me dip it in the red sauce, the raspberry sauce. Yes. Yes. But I don't ever dip them in ranch or anything like that. Yeah. But uh, lemon pepper and and uh, jerk sauce are probably my two favorite wings. <laughs> I mean, I do. Lemon pepper is always good. But that, when you get a great jerk place, uh, the jerk sauce, they're pretty awesome. And and I have I have no problem with the buffalo sauce. I'm not gonna lie, but if I had my preference, uh, if I can get lemon pepper and jerk, I'm good. So you don't need a real hot, a real hot sauce that kind of no burns your you know no, keeps and, you and, like and, oh man, give me something to drink. And I don't mind spicy. I don't want to go overboard. Where you, some people like want them really really hot. I'm like that's just stupid. I want to enjoy my food. I don't want to have to grab a glass of water or beer after every bite. We have a, I don't know if you have a favorite place to get your, to get your wings, but I know. Which is hard. Yeah, but we, you know, there have been a few nights. Oh, yeah. Oh, where the, we the, have. The uh, pub. Locally. Uh, locally, the a pub. A mile and a half from where yes. we're taping the steam room right yeah, now. Yeah, the pub. And, uh, and those are got some lemon pepper. And that's where they had that raspberry sauce. That, yeah. Who, who would have thought? I, I know. Who yeah. came up with that? I don't know. But they do a fantastic job with the lemon pepper, the, the teriyaki, the barbecue, not the well, the the, uh, the buffalo. Uh, but man, wings are a they not easy. Yeah. Because a lot of places they crispy on the uh, and they crispy on the outside and half done on the inside, which just pisses me off to no <laughs> end. And we shouldn't mention the place where we really love those. We really love those wings because I don't know if it's allowed that we mention 11th Street Pub, but yeah. Oh, oh, it's on shoot, 11th Street. I just did. I just said pub. Yeah, it's on 11th Street. Yeah, it's awesome. That's too. probably why they call it the 11th Street Pub. Yeah, you're right. Hey, I think we have another call. What's up, Ernie? What's up, Chuck? Charles wanted to ask you back from your something bump days. Who's got the bigger ass? You or Mahorn? Back, man. <laughs> that's, that's hey, listen. Be tough. One of my favorite people uh, in the world uh, is Rick Mahorn. You know, there are some teammates that you play with: uh, Derek Smith, Johnny Dawkins, Hersey Hawkins, Mark West, Dan Marley, Kevin Johnson. There are some teammates that you really, really love being with and around. Mike Jaminski. I don't want to leave Big Mike out, but. Mahorn and me got along really, really well. Uh, he was great for me. Are you kind of wandering a- away from no, the questions no. as it but, was but as First it was of all, posed? I'm offended by the question. Uh, <laughs> have you seen Rick's fat ass? Uh, but I just want to mention some of my other cool teammates. But I'm a little offended by your question. If you've seen Rick Mahorn, you know his ass is a lot bigger than mine. Love you, Horn. <laughs> Yeah, you have a funny way of showing it. Uh, <laughs> next call. Hey, guys, this is Kayla from Chicago. Excited for my first hometown All-Star Weekend. My question is, what is All-Star Weekend like for Charles Barkley? Well, it's different as a player and an announcer. Uh, number one, Chicago, second favorite city in the world after Toronto. Uh, it's it's just fun. I think sometimes people get carried away saying the game is not competitive. Like, 
your team, you have an obligation to your team and not go out there and get hurt or anything like that. So you just go out to have fun. Uh, the highlight of the weekend is probably the slam dunk three-point shooting contest. Uh, but it's just a great celebration. I think the NBA do, does a fantastic job of bringing back all the old guys. And to me, that's the highlight. When you're walking around and you see Magic Johnson, you see Larry Bird, you see Bill Russell, you see Kareem, you see Jerry West. Like, to be around those guys, and I don't think, I don't think, uh, like, and I'm an old guy, but I don't think we ever highlight the old guys enough. Because if it wasn't for those guys, uh, it wouldn't be in the NBA today. Uh, so just walking around seeing the, all those older guys, to me, is the highlight of the weekend. You went to a lot of all-star games as a player. Did it ever get old? Uh, it never gets old because it lets you know that, like, wow, I'm doing good. I've accomplished some amazing Consistently. things. Consistently. Yeah. I like some guys, you know, because Kenny always say his biggest regret is never making an all-star team. And so, like, some guys make it once or twice, and they never get there again. They, they have su- sustained excellence. You know, this, you saw that. It just kind of mm-hmm. rolled off my tongue. Yeah. Sustained excellence. Uh, it really meant a great deal to me, uh, and it's an honor and a privilege. On that note, uh, we put the wraps on another episode of The Steam Room. Yes. Just can't wait until next week to see how exponentially, you like that one? How exponentially the number of subscribers will have grown by then. We might be into the gazillions (laughs) by then. There you go. Thanks, uh, loyal steamers. 